0: Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is covenant, how we keep our sacred promises. May you be blessed for the Christian journey. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verses 6 to 11. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on earth to be His people, His treasured possession. It was not because you were more numerous than any other people that the Lord set His heart on you and chose you, for you were the fewest of all peoples. It was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath that He swore to your ancestors that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God who maintains covenant loyalty with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations and who repays in their own person those who reject him. He does not delay, but repays in their own person those who reject him. Therefore observe diligently the commandment the statues, and the ordinances that I am commanding you today." Here ends the reading. The book of Deuteronomy is a series of addresses given by Moses to Israel just before her entry into the Promised Land. In his first speech, Moses reviews the history of God's people, from the giving of the law at Mount Sinai to the present moment, standing on the precipice of entering the land. His second speech, which includes our passage for today, exhorts the people to remain faithful to God's covenant with Israel through the law, the Torah. Our passage begins by declaring, for you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on earth to be his people, his treasured possession. Many of us hear holy and conjure an image of piety, of Mary's meek acceptance of God's life-changing announcement of Gazi angels surrounding the throne of God, of medieval mystics who locked themselves into small cells to commune with God in prayer day and night. But that is not implied in the original meaning of the word. Holy is a translation of the Hebrew word kadosh, which means to be set apart. Israel is holy not because she is pious and well-behaved, We certainly have many examples of this not being the case, even in our short history of God's people to this point. Now, Israel is holy because God has chosen her to be set apart from the other peoples of the earth. The law given to Israel at Mount Sinai will set them apart from all other peoples. The covenant that the people have entered into with God will set them apart. God chooses Israel to be his people not because they've earned it in the Godly Behavior Olympics, but, in fact, because they are a small, insignificant people through which God will reveal His sovereignty over all creation. Think of all the times God uses the youngest, the weakest, the most unlikely to fulfill His purposes for the world. Jacob instead of Esau. David versus Goliath. Gideon's army whittled down to 300 by God instead of the thousands who showed up to fight. A poor babe in a manger who would grow up in backwoods Galilee. As far as God's concerned, the smaller and weaker, the better. God has shown us throughout salvation history that he will choose to work through what is small and weak in order to reveal his glory to all. Perhaps. We must regularly be reminded of this. Perhaps we are to understand that to be holy is not to embody the heights of piety, but to live messy, ordinary lives that give God the opportunity to reveal His glory. Perhaps a long arc of our discipleship, with its various wrong and dead-end paths, the times we've been mired in muck, the times we've caught ourselves in circular paths that bring us back to a spot from which we thought we had progressed. Perhaps our whole meandering journey is an opportunity for God to work out his purposes for us and for others. Perhaps when we are a bit too full of ourselves, trusting in our ability to control our lives, moving further away from reliance on God and the assurance that we can manage life with ourselves at the center, God will gently, and sometimes not so gently, Tug us back toward Him, helping to remind us that He is meant to be our life's center. God has chosen us to be His holy people, set apart to be His treasured possession. We are God's people not because we have earned it, but because God has chosen us. He has covenanted with us, giving us the promise of His care and presence. We are tethered to God by the unbreakable bond of this covenant. When we acknowledge with our words and our obedience and our deeds that God is the one upon whom our lives are set, we honor our covenant with God as his people. God sets us apart as his people, not just for our own sake, but for the sake of the world. God invites us into covenant with him so that through our relationship, the world will come to know the truth and love of God for themselves and for all creation. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen heavenly father in you we live and move and have our being we humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your holy spirit that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.